I love how in the first week of January, people love to post all these motivational stuff like new year, new me, ready to hustle. First week of Monday of the year and I'm back on my grind. Oof, I mean, we just went from crazy ass November of Thanksgiving and Omicron to Christmas and New Year's. So what if January is actually a month where you need to slow down? Take it super slow. Have some deep reflection so you can get clearer on what you need to let go of or transform. What if January is that month to go deep within and go back to the natural flow and rhythm of your life? It's in this space of grace that you get a better picture of what you really want to do with your life this year. Or even better, you get a clearer picture of who you need to become by the end of 2022. So by February, when the lunar hits or the Chinese New Year comes, you'll know if the goals you set for yourself are the right ones or not. And you can hit the ground running. This will make you even more excited about the year. What do you think of that? Great, right? (laughs) Okay, so this is my first official episode of the Badass Fabulous podcast in 2022. Happy New Year, my badass fabulous people. In this episode, I wouldn't be talking about resolutions or goals, but more about you. The correlation between your self-care and having a successful year with inner peace, joy, and love. I mean, what's success without peace, right? So keep listening to find out the proven and most important things you need to focus on if you want a successful, peaceful, joyous, loving year. Badassery is a daily practice of self-truth. You don't become badass instantly. You become badass by becoming a person of excellence, which is by having integrity, sticking to your commitments, and being consistent in your actions. Hi, I'm your host Paige, and welcome to the Badass Fabulous podcast, where badass stands for the clarity of your goals and gaining the courage to go after them. And fabulous stands for your state of being after accomplishing those goals. Because life is a never-ending journey of self-growth, on the Badass Fabulous podcast, you'll learn tools and strategies that help you align your body, mind, soul, and actions to your God-given purpose. Thanks for joining, and here is what we have for you today. All right, so let's do a quick check in. Wherever you are right now, just relax. Relax your body and your mind. Just feel a little more relaxed than you were before. Some of you listening might have been running around since the beginning of December with no pause. And some of you only got the 1st of January off, and boom, you're back at it again. So take this moment to really check in with yourself and ask, 
how are you really doing mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually? Do you need to care for yourself a bit more? Do you find yourself maybe not caring enough for yourself and others, but you find that you're overwhelmed? No self-judgment allowed here. Just check in and experience what shows up for you. Now take a nice deep breath in and tell yourself, I choose to care for myself better this year from this moment on. Now take a nice deep breath in and breathe out. As Julia Cameron says, treating yourself like a precious object will make you strong. Now take a nice deep breath in and then breathe out and feel energized and ready for this fabulous episode. God knows I myself need some more self-care. <laughs> anyway, let's get into this. So many people hate the lives they've created that they live in today. Some people just don't like who they are or who they're being every day. And they're just not sure about how to become someone they themselves can be in love with. And not in a narcissistic way, but to respect themselves, their capacity, their energy that they emit to themselves and others. Sadly enough, from a research study that I did back in 2019, a huge part of the population did not feel fulfilled or happy with themselves. And the numbers are now even worse since the pandemic. A lot of people today escape their lives through screens social media or TV, wishing that they could wake up in another person's life and they watch movies and shows that might even make them more depressed or comfortable in their despair. Now, it's a new year. Everyone's planning goals and trying to figure out what to do for the new year. And the new talk on the internet streets is all about building a life in metaverse. <laughs> and for those of you who don't know, metaverse by Facebook, I think they're the key driver of it. It's a digital world you experience through virtual reality where you can own digital property, travel to a new digital city or state, go for some of your favorite artist concerts and so on. Facebook, now called Meta, described Metaverse as the virtual world that will usher in a new phase of the internet. Funny enough, though I can see a few possible positives in the Metaverse, it can become very dangerous to most humans on Earth today because people are emotionally weaker and more depressed by the hour globally. And you might be wondering, Paige, why are you talking about Metaverse? Isn't this about self-care? <laughs> I'll tell you in a second, hang on. 
So metaverse to me sounds like the perfect world for those people in hiding who can't face their lives here on earth. So instead of using their free time or leisure time to work on creating and executing in a plan to create a more fulfilling life that they love, they'll instead spend it in the metaverse, which at the end of life will not count at all. So even if you buy digital property in the metaverse and created a virtual temple for people to get together and meditate, I personally don't think that will count at the end of life either. <laughs> the funniest case I heard about metaverse is that it's great for sustainability because most shopping in the future will be done in the metaverse. <laughs> Ooh, random thought. Could it be that the rise of artificial intelligence and robots taking over jobs in the world, could it be that it's also related to the fact that most humans might be stuck in the metaverse in the future and certain things will still need to run here on Earth, right? And those who lost their jobs might actually prefer jobs in the metaverse and maybe we just have robots <laughs> taking over jobs here on Earth. <laughs> this would be very interesting. Okay, I digress. I do have a genius glam side of me who's a geek. And when it comes to technology, which is my background, my genius glam thoughts just showers through. I can't control it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not sorry. So, at the end of your life, all this digital stuff will not matter. What will matter will be you not hiding from yourself, your truth, your reality. You living a truthful, well-lived life where you manifest your highest potential to be the best in your ability each day in spirit and in truth here on earth, in beauty, in gentleness, to live in love, with love, with true deep joy. Some people don't even know what's joyful for them anymore and will need others to live this life on the physical realm in real life. And that's how you become a walking glory of God. So I'm saying all this because it's a new year and it's a year to really get serious and intentional about who you want to become this year and how you want to grow. The growth and integration of metaverse into our world, I imagine, will cause 50 to 100 times more distractions than you're currently experiencing. So there'll be more overwhelm, stress, anxiety, ADHD, depression, to say the least, which if anyone is experiencing any of these cannot be creative with their life or enjoy it. So. Before I dive into how to stay sane in a world that could completely change in a second before your eyes at any moment, just as you experienced the pandemic. Knowing yourself, your truth, at your core, on your soul level is the most important thing any human needs to get with in order to live successfully in what the world is becoming. With the rise of likes of metaverse and all the fear and violence continuously being pumped into our world, self-care is even more important these days. Everyone has their perception and routine for self-care, but in the badass fabulous life, we have a few categories of self-care and they are 
the body, mind, soul, and support system. So the body self-care. Your body is your true home here on earth. It's the vessel in which your soul dwells in. Body self-care is caring for your body, how you nurture it with food. It's also how you strengthen your body with movements and exercise and workouts. It's not all about looking sexy, but it's more about feeling good and sexy in your body, in your skin. This is embodying your body every day. Really becoming one with your body, going in front of the mirror naked, yes, and loving every single part of your body. Especially for those who body shame themselves a lot. You're the cause of you not loving your body and the current state of your body is really based on the previous actions you took regarding your body. So give yourself some grace. Try to just try to make better decisions each day on how you treat your body. But no matter what level you are with loving your body, love on it and be grateful for it every day. Thank God for still giving you a body to live in after any awful things you might have said to your body about your body, especially with others or about other people's bodies. So this year, find ways to love on your body a little more. Find foods you enjoy that nourish you and replenish your body with lots of sleep. So appreciate your body, get to know what your body wants. It's one of your major assignments here on Earth. Your body is your real home here on Earth and don't you forget that. The metaverse might make you forget these, so please take them very seriously, okay? <laughs> no, but really, please do. <laughs> the next is the mind self-care your mind <laughs> there's nothing as powerful as a changed mind your mind is a force and you need to feed it by what you listen to what you read learn conversations you have and what you watch mainly these drive your perceptions of life and your perception drives how you behave with yourself and with others in the world it drives your actions so your mind's diet has a great impact on your cognitive, mental, and emotional health. The more the world transforms quickly, the more we humans will face all sorts of feelings and emotions that we won't understand or be able to articulate. Your emotions are not only tied to what you feed your mind and how you process and transform your life's experiences, but more importantly, your emotions are tied to your own personal belief system. What you believe about yourself, your God, and others. It's also tied to how you find wonder, joy, and beauty in the world. So, when you don't know how you're feeling, especially when it's an undesired feeling, you might not know what to do with it and you might do your best to ignore it. Instead of that, welcome this feeling, embrace it, spend time with it, get to know it until you have a name for it. Once you get a name for it, it might actually lead to a new realization or it might just disappear forever. You never know. <laughs> So emotional self-care is huge. It's a huge sign of maturity. 
Your mental and body self-care helps you to identify and manage your emotions better. I might have to do a different episode on that. So this year, if you really want to change your life, you'll need to change your behavior and how you function. And those can only be changed if you change your belief system. So I recommend you getting an internal divine PhD on your belief system and how to change it, if you must. And please figure out what brings you true joy and creativity and do more of those things. The world needs you to do those things. So that's the self-care of the mind. The next is your soul. Mm, your soul. <laughs> your soul. It's such a deep word, right? <laughs> your soul. Your soul is essence. It's light. It's life. It's connection. Your connection to the breath of life and who you believe your God is. Your soul is always guiding you to truth, most especially through stillness. So what's your truth at your core? What do you really believe in? What do you rely on when you have a major messed up roadblock and you just don't know what else to do? Do you rely on your own wisdom or the knowledge of the world? Do you find yourself always looking outside first? Maybe trying to find different healing modalities to find some answers or find inner peace, love, joy, meaning. How do you experience all of these today? So there are times where you definitely need some external counsel and that's where your truth comes in. Based on what you believe in, you get a certain level of wisdom which increases your level of discernment, which is knowing good from evil. Knowing when something's trying to mess with your heart and knowing when to step the heck away from it, right? So your truth makes you do what is right always, even when no one is watching because you know you're doing it in the sight of God. Your truth causes conviction in your heart and causes distress on a deep level where no one else can help you with it until you become obedient to your truth. So my personal truth is God and God the creator of the universe, not the universe. And in building my relationship with God, with my God, I'm able to understand and accept Christ, the Messiah, every day and know that I have a helper, the Holy Spirit, who dwells within me and keeps redirecting me to my truth always. I recently heard this by Pastor William McDowell. I love his songs. Your sanity is connected to your level of belief of God's sovereignty. That's really the root of all mental health issues right there. Your truth on the soul level drives your self-image and self-belief, and it's what helps your journey of transformation to be more tolerable and fun. So this year, for your spiritual and soul self-care, be intentional about how you connect to God, the God of your understanding, knowing who He is to you and how He really sees you. Strengthen your inner man so you can improve the fruits of your spirit, and fasting helps with that. 
Okay, so the fourth is your support system self-care. Whose support did you appreciate the most last year? Did you let them know? Who's your support system on the physical realm? Who are you comfortable opening up to about anything without feeling shame or guilt? Who do you trust? As humans, we need community. And as the world changes, it's so important to start letting your support system know how much you appreciate them. It could even be only one person and that's okay. So much research has been done out there on adults not knowing how to cultivate or keep lifelong friendships anymore. And I experience that too sometimes. So if you're in need of friends, you'll need to prioritize looking for good people to open up yourself to and also practice being a good friend to others. Treat them the way Jesus would treat them with love, gentleness, truth, and grace. You really don't want to grow old and have a metaverse avatar or an AI robot to be your only friend <laughs> that you love and trust, right? It's all happening so quickly. <laughs> the final and the fifth area of self-care is your financial self-care. This is not necessarily hustling or your career. It's more of your relationship to money and also knowing truthfully where you are financially so you're more grounded in how you manage and plan your finances and also being honest about how much more you'd like to make this year if god allows it remember there is no financial savior god provides according to your knowledge and capacity to handle money especially if you're a christian so this is a good time to take a look at your investments locally or globally. I know some of you invest in things and rarely visit them. So revisit your budget or create one and honor it. Look at events coming up and really be honest with yourself. If you're in a building stage where you might need to sacrifice now so you can become more generous with others and yourself in the future, remember when you're faithful over a few, God will make you a ruler over many. Christ came to give us a way of life so that we can live more abundantly. So this includes not only joy and relationships and love, but also finances and our needs. <laughs> Your finances glorify God. So it makes sense to get well acquainted with your finances and to learn how to manage and maximize them. That's also being badass fabulous. And there you have it. So this 2022, focus more on your body, mind, soul, relationships, and your finances. Those are really the basis of self-care. That's also self-responsibility. Growing in these important areas of your life will improve your character as a result. But like I always say, pray and seek direction and you'll surely receive it. And that's the end of this. I'm rooting for you this year and always. And with that, I pray God will be your confidence in any times of crisis. And he'll be your cherry on top of your moments of joy. 
I pray Jesus will be your shalom, your peace in your decision making. And I pray that you'll have the tenacity to know and focus on what truly matters to your life this year and the race God prepared for you. And above all, I pray that you make space for God in your life and you put him first before everything you plan to do in Christ's name, I pray. Amen. And that's it for this episode. Until next time, be bad as fabulous for the greater good. Mm -hmm.